0: WEB News. You're listening to The Outlet, where campus meets community. I'm William Neymar.
1: And I'm MC Tilton. Each week on The Outlet, we bring you stories from the Athens and Ohio University communities.
0: This week, we'll profile an OU cafe that provides more than just meals to its students.
1: We'll go inside the 48-hour shootout where teams build an entire short film in two days with caffeine-fueled creativity.
0: But first, we'll take to the skies alongside OU's brand new Drone Club, which is pushing students from all majors to consider how the technology can innovate any field.
2: It's really for everyone, and it's coming up being, if you're comfortable with it, you can start coming up with ideas on how to use it better. And that, that's kind of, it's, it's a very empowering technology that allows you to do a lot.
1: Those stories and more are coming up on The Outlet. Stay with us. Welcome back to The Outlet. Tucked away in Grover Center on the west side of OU's campus is a cafe that's teaching students a whole new way of making food. The outlet's Grace Warner talked with students behind the scenes in the kitchen.
3: The sound of pots and pans clink and clang against each other during another early morning in the kitchen for Robin Blair. Robin is one of the chefs in the Atrium Cafe in Grover Center. Every morning at 7 a.m., she and the head chef teach students how to make food for the cafe.
1: It's really nice that it's student-run. I really love that. Everybody kind of takes ownership of it. Um, it's a really great environment. Um, it's just a, it's a really good place, and for me being a non-traditional student, it's great just to be able to have that inter- more, you know as much interaction with other students as possible.
3: The Atrium Cafe is a student-run, certified green restaurant, the only one in Athens. Senior, Nikki Thompson, was required to take the class last semester as a nutrition major and says it is a very eye-opening course. When as a dietitian, um, you have to work closely with the chef at times, it's depending on where you're placed, but um, always kind of talking to a chef, and like, they're big into the taste, like, oh, let's add the salt, add the, add the fat. But the dietitian has to realize, like, oh, we have to provide this type of food to our patients. So it, it's kind of collaborating like that, the nutritional value. Students learn how to deal with cooking portions, making healthy food, and how to run a kitchen, an aspect Katie Soliday loves about the course. I love the independence, like the first couple of weeks Fran like definitely showed you what was going on but after that like it was really all up to you. He'd just give you a recipe and you had to kind of figure out how to make it for so many people. Those are not the only aspects of the cafe that students thoroughly enjoy. Every semester head chef Francis McFadden has the students cook food from a different country for their final semester project. Then you come to me basically with a pitch and a proposal and to make sure, okay, like you've got enough information to move forward. Chef Robin Blair says her favorite cuisine featured so far has been Egyptian food.
1: It's really interesting because I know um, everybody kind of gets to choose their countries and get creative and Fran allows the students to, you know, some, to sometimes make
3: things that seem a little crazy, but sometimes they work out great, sometimes they don't work out as great, but that's all part of the process of cooking. The students immerse themselves into the project, learning everything there is to know about the country and the culture they're featuring. This semester they will be featuring Germany, Spain, Ireland, Greece, and Italy. Whether it's cooking an everyday meal or a meal from a different country, students in the kitchen love the lab portion of this class. The different countries will be featured the last three weeks of the semester. For the outlet, I'm Grace Warner.
0: Nowadays, if you look in the skies around Athens, you might see something more than just clouds. Drones, actually. Aaron Duncan explains how drone usage may be the next essential tool for finding a job in the near future.
4: As Ohio University students walk to class, they may notice something flying overhead. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's a drone. A drone is a remote-controlled, pilotless aircraft, sometimes used with a camera. Any drone spotted in the skies above campus might belong to Ohio University's new Aerial Robotics and Photography Association. ARPA is a student-run organization for anyone interested in learning about drones.
2: Having students from across different majors is uh, very important. This this technology is not just for electrical engineers or for filmmakers or photographers. Um, it's really for everyone and it's coming up being if you're comfortable with it you can start coming up with ideas on how to use it better um, and that that's kind of it's, it's a very empowering technology that allows you to do a lot I mean um, and it's also fairly safe.
4: That was ARPA President Adam Schultz who is working on his master's degree in electrical engineering. He says drones are fun to play around with, and they are. But with companies ranging from CNN to Amazon looking at ways to use drones, learning about them can translate into a way to make a living.
2: There's a lot of growth that we can have and, you know, career, career building opportunities. And we'd like to, we had a lot of fun l- learning to fly these, and we'd like to share that with a wider audience. Um, we think that um, for communication majors, um, there's definitely a developing um, job market, And we'd like to give that opportunity to that, as well as share the passion across campus and kind of unite everybody under one one ideology.
4: Strategic communications major and film minor Leander Edmonston is one of the members hoping to use drones for his creative projects.
0: Obviously I like to make movies, and so I recently contacted him, though, for um, the 48-hour shootout. And so I just wanted to use one of the drones, right, it's a great opportunity, and, and people who are it's uh, obviously where this club is going. Um, looking for film work and, and photography and whatnot, and so um, there, there are all these amazing shots and all these movies, and uh, I would love to have that perspective. Um, and so that's what I'm looking for, right? And as a as someone who loves movies and who loves to make movies, I'm just looking um, to like tap into a really cheap technology, a really available technology to. Uh, to give me a, a perspective that I wouldn't normally get.
4: Gaining new perspectives is one of the benefits of the club, according to the director of Ohio University's School of Journalism and co-founder of ARPA, Professor Robert Stewart.
5: Probably one of the main benefits is getting journalism students together with students from other areas. Geography. You know, when I when I went to that meeting just briefly, and I I just looked in that room, I thought this is not a normal journalism organization where it's just journalism students talking to the same people they were in class with all day long. This is different. That's got to be a good thing. Uh, Certainly the university is happy
0: about that.
4: New perspectives, skills that can open up job opportunities, and some fun. ARPA is a new way for students and faculty to come together for the love of drones. For The Outlet, I'm Aaron Duncan.
1: Ohio University's 14th annual 48-hour shootout kicked off two weekends ago. Competition was fierce with returning students as well as numerous freshmen and rookies bringing their talent and dedication to the table. Our own Jacob Paul competed this year and told us about his team's experience in the shootout.
6: Mm -hmm.
5: It's 2 a.m. Sunday morning. Our team is busy capturing the final scenes for our short film in a cramped West State Street apartment. We're going through a scene for the fourth time trying to get the shot just right. Everyone is delirious with sleep deprivation. All over campus, dozens of other teams are filming and editing, rushing to finish before the quickly approaching deadline. With so much to do and little time to do it, my team is exhausted. We only have 16 hours left in this 48-hour marathon to finish the film. The rules of the 48-hour shootout are simple. Competing teams must use a given prop, a line of dialogue, and a given theme to make a 3-5 to minute film before the 48-hour deadline. The director for my team, Augie Stretfield, says there are difficulties making the film with
2: so little time. Fitting the entire creative process into that short amount of time from writing to storyboarding to shooting to post-production and all the little minute details in between, it's, it makes for a very jam-packed 48 hours.
5: An hour before the competition starts Friday evening, Captains of all the competing student film teams meet in Baker Center's conference room to be assigned a prop, a line of dialogue, and a theme for a short film. As the meeting goes on, we get together and start brainstorming for ideas.
2: Yeah, but most of it's just a movie. We're going to have to get some shots of us playing music.
5: We have a grilled cheese sandwich, the line, Are You an Angel?, and a comedy musical theme. Now we just have to somehow use them to make a movie.
2: Well, our genre was comedy musical, so we made a short film about a band whose bassists keep dying for some unknown reason, and then the devil comes to them and asks to join their band, and and things get weird. Having only 48 hours to make the
5: film, we learned how important it is to work together efficiently. There's little time to waste when planning, writing, rehearsing, shooting, and editing our film. Integrated media sophomore Mike Warning plays a key role on our team, just like every other member.
2: Augie and I kind of shared the director's role. I think it was mostly because we wrote the script. And then since he was acting, I was the one that kind of put that into place to try to match what the theme we were going for. A lot of the time was just spent trying to figure out what we wanted to shoot, figuring out what shots we want to get beforehand and planning out a schedule. Also, like getting locations, um, just prep work, basically.
5: The 48-hour shootout is hosted by the media school and involves mostly media and film students, but all students were encouraged to compete. Although the competition ended on the following day, my teammates and I intend to continue working together on our short film and on other films in the future. We watched everyone's films in Ohio University's Memorial Auditorium with a sense of accomplishment and a feeling of relief being finally finished. Not everybody won, but I think it's safe to say we all learned something in the process. A process that will help us with bigger goals to come. For The Outlet, I'm Jacob Paul.
1: WOUB is hosting a brand-new podcast with news commentary, weather, competitions, and lots of audience engagement. It's called About, and you can hear it every Tuesday and Thursday morning. Take a listen.
6: Speaking of spring break, it's just two weeks away, and with our third week of the show comes a brand-new send-off question. We're looking at spring break, but we're talking that dream ideal spring break versus reality. Because much different. it's not going to go as planned, as much as you would like it to. So we talked to a couple guys, Jake and Danny, about their ideal spring break that's coming up pretty soon.
2: Going down somewhere warm with all my friends and uh, having a good time. I would agree with that. Maybe somewhere all-inclusive as well.
4: So the reality of that all-inclusive on a college budget is honestly a pretty gross buffet where you're probably going to be getting food poisoning, possible staph infection. It's not going to be fun for those boys. That's the reality
6: Dang, Everything with you, Blaine, has just been like further downhill hey, than I'm expected. I'm telling
4: it like it is.
6: But that, you got to watch out for that stuff. You might be safer just chilling at home with your parents for a week. You might be. But look out for us. We'll be coming for your dream spring break. And whether you're quite on the right path with the reality or not, make sure you're following us on Twitter at about underscore OhioU. And remember, we are coming at you every Tuesdays and Thursdays with your campus news and a little something extra supported by WOUB Public Media. Whatever it is, we're about it.
1: You can go to SoundCloud.com and search WOUB Digital to find today's episode of About and follow them on Twitter at About U. That's it for our show this week. Thanks for joining us.
0: The Outlet is produced and hosted each week by me, Liam Nimar, and my co-host, MC Tilton.
1: We are edited by Atish Baidia, Susan Tebin, and Allison Hunter.
0: Adam Rich is our technical assistant. Our theme music is performed by Ryan Gabas.
1: Subscribe to the Outlet on iTunes or find us online at woub.org. We'll be back next week with more stories from the Athens and Ohio University communities.
0: Thanks for listening.